you found yourself all of a sudden being considered kind of an obnoxious person, someone that's a little bit rude, kind of like edgy, when this is all new to you, like in the past couple of years, like you haven't changed. You have the same sense of humor you've always had. It was never a problem before, but all of a sudden, I don't like fit in, huh? And we tend to think it's like an aging thing, right? Oh, that's just, just your generation. I have good news and actually even better news. The good news is it's not your fault. Yes, it's absolutely true. Things are more sensitive now. Yes, there are hypersensitive people that you need to be really aware of these days. But that doesn't mean you don't have to adjust for this world we live in, right? You know how to handle this kind of situation. And that's exactly what we're talking about right now, trying to save you some trouble. First of all, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Always appreciate your time so much. And the business part of this, wherever you find us on whatever platform, downloading, subscribing, tweeting, I, whatever. Wherever you find the Cool Dad Rules, you're going to find me and us. So I appreciate that so much, as always. All right, now, is it true? And what led up to this? Yes. <laughs> to say it bluntly, it's a more sensitive world now. And I'm not going to be the guy that says that that's necessarily a bad thing. Because I think the soft skills they talk about, you, you hear me talk about people skills all the time, where you're aware of how what you're putting out there with communication, how that's being perceived. That's always a good thing when people are better at doing that, right? That's always a good thing. And I think overall, even though it is a more sensitive world now, I think we're as a whole in society getting better at being more aware of other people's feelings. That's always a good thing. You don't want to go out and hurt people intentionally. Very few people ever even mean to do that. Even if, if, if you're the person that's considered rude or obnoxious, that's, that's really not the thing. The bad side of this is hypersensitivity, and it really breaks down communication. It makes it tougher to get along with somebody in a family situation, a work situation, or like in my case, in a communication situation. So the good and the bad, but we're evolving. It's just in the middle. It's kind of like going through like adolescence. It's tough to adjust and to figure out where we are right now until as a society, we figure out what's acceptable and what's not. We didn't write the rules. It's just the way it is. What led up to it? I have a theory. And again, this is one of those things that looked awesome in paper and had great intentions, but kind of was weaponized, like literally weaponized. Remember the whole anti-bullying movement that happened a few years ago, like within the past 10 years, which was great. That was awesome. They really hit it hard in elementary school and middle school and high school, really in adulthood too. Nobody should be bullied in any way whatsoever, especially with online bullying. Uh, physical harassment, verbal harassment, this mental torture, that should go away. It's just not a cool thing. It's not good at all. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to be a victim of it. We want to get rid of that, right? Here's the problem. <laughs> like with a lot of great intentions, here was the part of that that actually backfired on us. The words are weapons movement. This got a little sensitive. This started to teach everybody that... Yeah, Sticks and stones can't break my bones is not a thing anymore. First of all, how often do you hear that? How often do you hear people ever say that these days? It's like kids don't even say it. It's, you've hurt my feelings, so I have a right now to lash out against you or complain about you. Like, my feelings are the most important thing in the world. And they are, but they're not the most important. A great movement to cut down on bullying that just went too far. And that's where we are right now because nobody knows how to interact and where the line is anymore. And it's just not just you and me in the workplace or here today. You also see it 
in entertainment. There are many comedians that won't do their act live anymore because they don't know how it's going to be received. And a lot of people are waiting to see how that figures out. So this is relevant to the fact, you know, we talk about these social surveys a lot and a lot of them have uh, a couple hundred people they'll survey, they'll go to college campus, whatever. This is relevant to the story because this is a big one. Very few of these surveys on social issues actually will talk to 6,000 people. That's a big one. I see a lot of these things. That's big. That's a lot of people. So it's more credible than maybe some of the other things you might hear about. It was from YouGov, and they actually polled 6,000 Americans to ask them in general, do you think people just can't take a joke anymore in any social situation? It could be work. It could be home. It could be, I don't know, out about whatever it is. 35% of these people said we can't take a joke anymore. This is These are great generalities there. 22% think the real problem is too many jokes about off-color topics, which very well may be true. 31% said both of those things are true. Here's the takeaway so far before we get deeper into this. It's an issue, and people think about it a lot, and they're actually very concerned about it because how many times have you heard about or maybe even experienced yourself some sort of an HR issue in a corporation where somebody took something too far, whether it was their fault or not, and it got reported? Again, the negative effect is it's cutting back on communication and interpersonal skills. That's not what we want. We don't want that at all, okay? So what else does this thing tell us? Some stuff that might surprise you because the misconception out there is always, oh, it's just those kids. It's snowflakes. It's millennials. They can't take a joke. Oh, no, no, no. Don't start thinking that because it's not true, like whatsoever. In fact, it's a fair, it's, a, it's an unfair comparison. The very same survey, remember, it's 6,000 people they talk to. That's no joke. Boomers... That'd be baby boomers. I'm Gen X, by the way, are most likely to be offended by something or anything. So throw that out the window. There's just a younger generation that have been told to be oversensitive about things. It's not a generational thing. It's just not. And you can see that in your own personal life. It goes across all demographics. It's just a societal thing where nobody knows what the joke is because nobody knows where the line is anymore. How does it affect you and me? Regardless, we didn't write the rules. You have to know where to take it and what to do in a social situation. What's good? What's not? What can you say? What can you, can you not do? And the first rule of all is this. Know your universe of people that you could possibly ever interact with. Your potential universe. Close one, inside the house. That's the closest one, right? Interpersonal relationship. Your work friends, your social friends. Everybody and know anybody you could potentially talk to and get a feel for. And it doesn't take long. Get a feel for exactly what you think they would be cool with you saying and joking about and what they wouldn't. The second thing is to know the room. And this might be the most important thing of all in any social situation you're in. Know the room. Before you even start joking about anything, before you start thinking that, oh, these people can't take a joke, get to really know, open your ears, biggest part of communication, and listen to see what you think might be appropriate and what's not. It'll put you so far ahead of the game. And if you have any doubt whatsoever where it's going to get you in trouble or make somebody else feel bad because you don't want to be that person, you don't want to be that guy or that girl, start to do this first of all. Don't ever say anything about somebody else that you wouldn't make fun of for yourself with self-deprecating humor. Like if I'm a, a larger person with a lot of extra weight on myself, I wouldn't make fun of somebody else in the same situation, in my view, unless I was willing to joke about myself in the very same way, even if I am going to approach that topic. Second thing, don't 
just don't do it. It's just not worth it. In any mixed company, as they say, if you know your room, stay away from race, gender, sexual orientation issues. It's just not going to be worth it. First of all, it's probably most likely not going to be funny. It takes a lot to land a joke like that that would actually work. Just stay away from it because it's not going to be worth it to you. And if you do feel that you you really did offend somebody, most of that stuff can be taken care of right there on the spot. There are situations where you didn't even know that you offended somebody and you find out till later. That is absolutely true. But don't you come on, really know and get a feel for, ooh, that didn't land well. You know, and if your antenna's up and you get a feel for somebody's facial reaction, the rest of the room actually went, ooh, no. You know right away. <clears throat> don't be afraid to send that out there into the into the room into the situation and especially to the person that you might have even offended hey look i'm sorry that wasn't that wasn't right and it's not normally me i apologize about that because it's true is it more sensitive these days oh there's no doubt about that please i mean let's just be honest about it because again the confusion nobody knows what the line is anymore nobody does do we want to go back to the archie bunker days where you can offend anybody anytime you want i don't think so but do we want this world where all of a sudden you can't say anything and you're afraid to communicate or joke with anybody. No, but it's about awareness. <clears throat> Just trying to keep you out of trouble. You follow those rules of knowing the room and your universe, knowing what to do in that situation, you're probably going to be okay. And by the way, a lot of this stuff is going to get better when as a society, and it's coming, we figure out how to communicate with each other again. It's going to get better, not worse. Don't listen to the doomers. They, they think that just we're going to be not even talking to people pretty soon. That's not true. You just got to know what you're doing and keep your antenna up. Thanks for finding me in the Cool Dad Rules. We will talk to you soon again. Thanks for everybody. Uh, all the platforms, whatever it is out there, you find the Cool Dad Rules, you got to find me subscribing, downloading, clicking, whatever. Reach out to me on the social media stuff too because I'd love to talk to you more about this stuff. Side note, by the way, a lot of people are reaching out to me with a lot of questions and things and different things. We're going to do like a Q&A and these things in the future, which is going to be a lot of fun. So looking forward to that as well. In the meantime, keep your antennas up. We'll talk to you soon. 